Merry whatever the fuck it is you're celebrating today. Now, I may sound different because my Santa showed up early and got me a new microphone. I am super stoked because it's making editing and recording go faster. Today, let's learn about some weird-ass Santas from around the globe, where we may find out that Krampus ain't shit. Then we'll close out the Christmas episode with my favorite Santa Claus, the one I envision having a conversation with. He's actually real. Well, the actor's real, not the character. Sit back with your favorite mind-numbing holiday substance, and let's get into some Santa Claus history. Welcome to The Basic Vet, the podcast with a beard, tattoos, and no fucks. It's politically incorrect, it's abrasive, it's unapologetic, and it's probably fucking funny. I'm your host, Shannon Smith. Here you'll find out what it's like being a vet on a day-to-day basis, the unspoken struggles you don't hear about, and some honest stories from my time in our beloved Marine Corps. So grab a beer and throw out all those fucks you've had in your pocket, because where we're going, you don't need any fucks. All right, bear with me on the audio. I'm still learning a few things. I got to get some uh, soundproofing crap in this room still, but we're getting there. We got a new mic. I'm pretty stoked about that. And let's jump over to Finland. Okay, in Finland, their Santa is uh, Yulapuki, or Yulebuck. We'll just call this motherfucker Yulebuck. He's Finland's take on Santa. Much like Russia's grandfather Frost, Yulebuck is linked to old pagan traditions that remained strong in Finland even after Christianity arrived. These traditions involved the people warding off evil spirits who wore goat skins and horns. The spirits demanded gifts and frightened children, but eventually these evil goat spirits transformed into the Finnish Father Christmas who today closely resembles the American Santa Claus. Just how that happened, however, is unclear. So I guess in one point, Finland, the people in Finland got together and they were like, look guys, let's just, let's try to stop going against the grain here and uh, get on board. What do they do over with the Coca-Cola Claws? All right, make them look like that. Now let's hop from Finland over to Russia. Now in Russia, Santa is known as, can't read that shit, uh, Died Moroz, or Grandfather Frost. All right, so your Grandfather Frost for the rest of this. He is strangely, ti- strangely tied to a pagan history, uh, formerly employed as an evil sorcerer who kidnapped children and demanded gifts as ransom. Dickhead. Uh, let's see. Grandfather Frost is portrayed with a magical staff and a long fur coat in bright blue or red cloth. I've seen that. Accompanied by his granddaughter. Now, this is where I get it. They're like a fucking superhero team. Accompanied by his granddaughter, Snegurachka, which translates to Snow Girl, he provides children with a New Year's party as well as gifts. The pair lives in the town Velkiyug, and they make their annual trip to... I'm done with this. Troika, a care... Oh, yes. They make your annual trip by Troika. Uh, Troika is a carriage drawn by white horses, and they work together against Baba Yaga. You might have heard of that before. It's a witch who steals children's Christmas presents. So they're a fucking superhero team in Russia. Not so scary. That's awesome. All right, now Russia was a little surprising. But check this shit out. Italy, Italy's Santa is a badass. So a witch named, a witch named La Befana visits children in the place of Santa. Around the country, her origin story varies. Most commonly, she's known as a kind woman who offered the three wise men shelter on their trip to visit baby Jesus. Portrayed as an ugly old woman riding a broomstick, Labathana is is comparable to the witches seen around Halloween. She often wears a black shawl and carries a bag of gifts. Labathana does not like to be seen, so she is said to hit children who spy on her with a broomstick. Bitch. Labathana, like Santa, climbs down the chimney to leave gifts, figs, and candies for the good children and a piece of coal or ashes or dark candy for those who are bad. 
I hope it's dark chocolate. I hate that shit. She has a taste for the finer things. So instead of, get this, instead of milk and cookies, she's left a glass of Italian wine. That's a fancy-ass Santa. Italy's Santa is definitely a boss. Now, what do you think about Japan Santa? What would that look like? Well, let's get into Japan. Santa-san, or uh, Santa Kurosu, and Hotayosho are the gift givers. Hotayosho is an overweight Buddhist monk with eyes in the back of his head so he can see how well children behave without them knowing. Hotayosho arrives on New Year's Eve once the house is cleaned and beans are thrown for good luck. He's one of seven gods of fortune. So over in Japan, they figured out how to get their kids to clean the damn house after the party. That's pretty badass. Now, Iceland has a really interesting one. I like it. Although really hard to pronounce. Um, I guess we'll try it. So Iceland's Yolas Vinyarnir, or Yule Lads, are a group of 13 creatures that made their first big appearance in popular culture around the 1930s. Since their debut, they've been depicted as anything from friendly gift bearers to bloodthirsty creatures that eat children. They've more recently settled into a more playful role. Each of the 13 is known for a certain trick. They have names like Glugagagnir, window peeper, or Stechistor, uh, sheep harasser. That just gives you a hint of some of what they do. Fucking weirdos. The Yule Lads place gifts in the shoes of properly behaved children. And in the 13 nights that lead up to Christmas, they also leave potatoes for the poorly behaved children. Still better than a fucking fruitcake, right? Speaking of poorly behaved children... Let's take a second to get a shout out to our sponsor, BrokenJarhead.com. Does this sound familiar? You signed up for this. This is what you asked for. 0400 hangover runs. Barracks cleaning by the numbers. Blue Falcons using you as a step up. So, what's the problem? Jody got your girl? Does your poor little back hurt? Are your knees sore? Take an ibuprofen. Oh, you're depressed? Take an ibuprofen. You're mad your alcoholic gunny with seven kids and three divorces is telling you how to live your life? Take an ibuprofen and shut your sweet mouth. You better shit some morale and get back and fight. Broken Jarhead, here when morale is mandatory. I'm pretty excited to order my Embrace the Suck hoodie from BrokenJarhead.com. The neon pink goes uh, right along with my favorite color, so it's going to be exciting. Now those are um, renditions of Santa Claus that have been solidified over history. Um, But I'd like to talk about one that's very recent. My ideal Santa Claus. Now here's how I picture him. He's not really fat. He's just beer belly fat. He's not fucking happy about having to provide joy to every goddamn person on the planet because the way he sees it, they all suck. Now, for the people and kids that don't suck, he gives them whatever the fuck they need the most. Whatever they need the most. And one thing they want the most. So for some kids, a potato is part of the need gift. But then they would get a brand new pair of awesome shoes that they've wanted forever. Some kids need a potato because they're hungry. And they probably want a sweet-ass pair of kicks to show off, too. I might have to give them a gun so that they don't get jacked for those bad boys, though. Now, some people will get a car and unlimited groceries for life. And some people will get woken up by my Santa just to be told they're pieces of shit. Try again next year. No coal, just a solid message from the fat man himself. Yes, my Santa is fat man. The new movie with Mel Gibson as a pissed-off alcoholic Santa that's angry because his sleigh got shot at by some fucking asswipes. Now, I've got high hopes for this movie, although when he gets contracted by the army, I'm pretty sure it's going to fall apart. 
they might pull it together by the end, we'll have to find out. He's probably not going to be exactly what I wanted, but he's definitely a Santa that I would leave a tall glass of bourbon out for, and I just hope for the gift of some awesome conversation in return. And maybe a chance to fly his troika around drunk while we cackle into the night, giving the gift of idgaff to everyone. Who's your Santa? If you ask me, in most cases, he's a kid-friendly version of Jesus that doesn't involve burning for eternity if you fuck up. How about that superhero father-daughter team in Russia? The fucking snow girl? Did they call Stan Lee for advice on this? I'd like to think so. Now, I'm digging these dives lately into history over normally bland topics. I think I'll start doing those more often. Next week, I will be taking a break and releasing a larger episode on Friday. Last night, I was just drained and I passed out really early. Since I haven't been working like a whipped horse for the last year, I'm out of shape mentally. Uh, this project takes brain power, and I don't have much of that to spare as it is. Gotta reserve it. Now, I promise Friday's episode will be a great one. I'll be covering motorcycles and more traffic situations. My friend's mom just listened to an episode and suggested Michigan lefts and roundabouts as topics. I couldn't agree with her more. That is something that needs to be bitched about and then explained from a legal perspective. And I want to thank her for listening, even though I know she was forced. By the way, surprise, you're on Spotify now. All right, I'll wrap this one up with a short update. The Basic Vet is only one follow away from the goal of 50 on Instagram. Facebook is 15 away, and Spotify is still holding down last place with 16. I fucking hate social media, but I know I have to get involved, otherwise the message behind TBV will get lost. That's why I'm trying to create new relationships with companies that carry the same message. I've already had offers to place ads, but so far Broken Jarhide is the only one I can work with and still have a clear conscience. And no, he doesn't pay me. I just love his shit. Now, he'll be announcing some new stuff soon, and I'll cover it next Friday, uh, because it goes along with motorcycles. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy not having to work, and enjoy your family. If you are working today, or overseas, or the duty roster fucked you, thank you for compartmentalizing that shit and doing your job so the rest of us feel safe with our families. You'll get to rest soon, and I hope you relax with a big, tall glass of vidgaff. See you guys Friday. To everyone that listened to this podcast, thank you. Thank you for taking that time out of your day to listen to me bitch babble and complain. I really appreciate it. And all of my active duty friends out there, I want to say thank you for signing on that dotted line so that I can continue to enjoy my freedom and be a lazy fucker that just records his voice into a microphone all day and put it on the internet. And to those of you that say, just let it go, I say, fuck you. I'm never letting go of my commitment to excellence. And don't you let it go either. I'm out.